This podcast is for those 18 and older or legal cannabis patients. Remember to always stay zen and recreate or medicate responsibly. Enjoy the show. Zen now, 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 now. Podcast by stoners for stoners. to the show i feel kind of weird because i just did a different recording so now i'm doing another one usually i'm like it's a different day but two in one day that's what's what we call grinding but um i'm sitting here with a special guest that i'm excited to meet he's so sweet and he's been very patient with me because i've been trying to schedule this thing since like january but um everybody say hi to Oregon guy 710 what up, what up, everybody? Call me Oregon Guy 710 or Ben. Yeah. And uh, Ben, thank you. I always say thank you a million times. I'm sure people are like, girl, this girl says thank you way too much, but I do. I always appreciate when somebody invites me into their home. Of course. So I appreciate it. And this one also is live in person. So he's I'm actually in the same room as him. So, uh, yeah, it's usually over Skype with everyone. So I'm usually a lot more prepared, but... <laughs> My kid is usually screaming in the background. <laughs> so at least we don't have that. I actually get a, a two-week vacation from him, so I get a little mommy break. Um, but how's your day been? I usually start, before we get into his stoner origins, you guys know how it always starts. We always start and ask how the day's been. We like to check in. Oh, today's been an amazing day. I mean, I can't complain. I worked, made money. Yeah. Positive day. Good, yeah, for sure. I mean, I got to come out to Portland. Usually I'm in the boonies, so it's a little trippy being back in the city. I'm like, I'm used to literally like semis and cows. Like, (laughs) where I'm from, I live uh, in what we call, yeah, just the boonies. It's got nothing. I live in a town of 3,000 people, so this is, yeah, crazy to be back in the city. I used to live here, and I miss it. I'm like, I need to come back here. <laughs> I'm tired of the cows, especially the cow smell in the morning. That's great. A little wake and bacon cow shit in the morning. <laughs> it's <laughs> Sometimes it makes for an interesting morning. But, uh, yeah, I'm excited to talk more with Ben. But before you guys know what we always do, um, but first, before we do our smoke session, I want to take care of some quick business like I always do. If you want to check out more shows, go to zendoutpodcast.com. That's where you can check out different shows I have on there. i got Stoner Origins, which we're doing now, and Bailey and Sessions with Kush Queen, and Lit Fam with Cannabis Jack, Original G1966, and myself and Kush Queen. So I think I said that already. I don't know. You guys know I'm all spacey sometimes, but <laughs> um, you guys can check out all the shows. Remember, there's an Amazon banner at the top. You guys click through that banner, and you can support the show, but it doesn't cost you anything. And um, you guys can always follow me at NicoleCush218. And uh, Ben, would you like to do any little shout-outs where they can find you or go? Uh, my Toquist and Instagram's uh, 
Oregon Guy 710, same name. Um, it's pretty much the only thing I'm on. <laughs> All right. Yeah, so you guys go give him a follow. Such an awesome dude. So uh, you guys grab your bongs, grab your pipes, grab your joints, your blunts, whatever you got, and let's smoke it up. <laughs> we are back <coughs> and I knew as soon as I got back on I was gonna like have a cough but anyways we're back and um, we I hope you guys smoked on something good we definitely smoked on something good but um, Ben actually let me smoke on some of what he had so I'm gonna let him talk about it because he was so generous so uh, this is some outdoor grown Jaeger um, it's actually grown down in eastern Oregon by the California border because uh, the climate down there is amazing uh, I don't know, this stuff's pretty tasty, I think. Yeah, it is. It's really tasty, and it's pretty. It's got, like, a purple in it, and, oh, I, you guys know I try to take pictures all the time. I feel like I never do it justice, but in person, it's so pretty. That's what you can appreciate about cannabis. It's just beautiful um, in every way. But now I'd like to just talk to Ben and kind of just get his stone origin. So kind of what I always start with is where'd you grow up? Um... All over, actually. I was, I was originally born here in Oregon um, in a little town called Forest Grove. And then when I was about eight, I moved to, onto a farm in eastern Oregon. Lived there for about a year. And then uh, I bounced from foster home to foster home every year to three years yeah. up until I was like uh, 16. Then I got myself emancipated, put myself through school because I was tired of not going to school. You know, finished out. I did a little bit of college, got my GED, stuff like that. Um, I was a firefighter for like six or seven years as a volunteer, both firefighter and EMT. And then uh, got married, had a kid, did that whole thing. Unfortunately, been divorced. And uh, now I'm just working on a company with a buddy of mine, a music production company here in Portland. Uh, you can see that up there. But um, yeah. we're just about, you know, making uh, positive music or getting positive music out there that's not. Uh, I mean, no offense to it, but that's not mainstream, because I personally think mainstream makes people stupid. But, uh, you know, it's it's more about music that has a message behind it that's, that's talking about a real thing. For example, you know, Tupac, Biggie Smalls, the real musicians, you know, but people that are like that nowadays. Um, you know, I just, just kind of try to live my life one day at a time. Uh, yeah, for sure. No, I'd love to just delve in. That's beautiful. I I actually believe kind of the same thing, like mainstream, just, I don't know, people look at me and they may, like, think, I, I kind of grew up in both, like, the ghetto and I grew up in, like, the suburbs, so I always saw kind of both of the sides, and I remember just the music that always hit me was about, like, getting away and a positive message, mm-hmm. more that made me think, made me, like, really look at stuff, so... Like, I like that, you know. Um, I think we need more positive images like that. Like, definitely now, because I'm kind of... Like, even though I like, you know, music <coughs> that I can dance to, I like, I'm like i more of a thinker. I always have been mm. more of a thinker. Like, I like to get into deep stuff and think that's kind of why I started the podcast, because I wanted to know why people smoke. Like, what changes their perspective? What kind of things, like, have they inwardly looked at that's mm-hmm. different now? And, um, <clears throat> you know... I find that, like, totally inspiring that you could go from, like, foster home to foster home and still, like, push yourself and be successful and great and doing amazing things. And, like, that's awesome, dude. 
So, um, yeah, it's, uh, talk about first, let's talk about how was it like being a firefighter? Talk about that a little bit. Um, I started that when I was 17 and, uh, you know, I, I, that was a dream of mine since I was a kid as I wanted to be a police officer or firefighter and smoking weed kind of didn't make a police officer sound very intelligible. So I thought, you know, firefighter, not that I necessarily smoked weed at the time, but it just seemed like, you know, because I've always, my whole life, looked towards the future. I had to grow up at a real young age, you know. Mm-hmm. So I'd always try to think of things that were going to benefit my future if I was to do this, if I was to do this. So when I did firefighting, that helped me, I guess it was a really big stepping stone. It helped me grow up in my life and, and see how other people could be. I mean, like I said, it was a dream of mine, but when I got to do it, it was a whole different aspect. You know, I got to... Do you go in there with people that um, had been doing it for years that taught me things that, you know, I, I probably wouldn't have learned because I got to learn in a very small department. Yeah. So I got to learn a lot of things that takes people years to get into. You know, I've got very lucky. So, I mean, it, it was an amazing experience. Yeah, for sure. It sounds like an amazing experience. I mean, I give my hat off to anybody who is like in like EMT or firefighting or any of that because I'm a big fat wuss I will say it right now <laughs> I will be out of there if there's a fire <laughs> so I give my hat off and any sign of blood oof. <laughs> no I cannot deal with it so I definitely give my hat off to you like that's that's great and um yeah it's sounds like you've been through a whole lot like just you know being married having a kid I I have a kid that is a tough transition <laughs> definitely <laughs> You know, it's uh, it changes your whole everything. So I can oh, definitely, yeah. I can definitely understand that. And um, kind of, how did you get started, sm- like doing smoke videos and things like that? Uh, funny enough, an ex actually. She downloaded Instagram one day and she was like, "Shoot a video, watch how many people watch it." And I'm like, "Nobody's gonna watch it." Mm-hmm. And lo and behold, a bunch of people watched it. And I'm like, "Oh, that's cool." And I was like, people watch what I'm already doing, so I just started shooting videos. Yeah. Um, and then it progressed from there. Uh, I don't I don't even know. At some point it went from being just normal smoke videos to people hitting me up to sponsor for them, like wearing their gear and stuff like that, to one day, you know, that's how I got on Toquist. Was mm-hmm. then, you know, I was somebody was like, oh, check this out. And there I am. <laughs> yeah. I always, like, found it, like, I always wondered why people, like, when I started smoking, like, I don't even know how I just, like, just one day was like, huh, there's a whole community <laughs> out here that's doing this. Everybody's been so friendly, so much love out there. I mean, there are some haters, but... <laughs> oh, of course, that's with everything. Yeah, but, you know, I feel like it's such a positive community. It's such an uplifting community, and, um, yeah, I've just had a good I've, i remember i watched saw your page i like i think i searched like oregon stoners so i was like i wonder if anybody's like close <laughs> and um yeah i saw your page and i was like it's got cool videos this is awesome and then i was like you know what i wonder what his story is i always wonder like and um recording with you is great thank you i can see there goes another let's count i'm gonna do like a counter now <laughs> like how many times i thank somebody <laughs> but um <clears throat> I usually always ask, what's your favorite strain? Oh, uh, that's tough. Um, I have to say the best one I've had, uh, I mean, I, I really like Blue Dream. That's probably my number one go-to, but I really enjoy uh, Gorilla Glue number four as well, um, or Alaskan Thunderfuck. That's probably okay. been like my favorite as far as highs. 
Nice. Yeah, I have. I've only tried Blue Dream. I haven't tried the other two yet. So I'm looking forward to. They have some gorilla glue that I might try when I go to California. I'm looking forward Heck to yeah. it. <laughs> but yeah, Blue Dream was always. I think Blue Dream was the first thing I ever smoked, <laughs> and I was like stuck with it ever since. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so it's definitely a good one. And um, between a sativa or indica, which one's your like, go to? Uh, honestly, it depends on how I'm feeling. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, like certain times I, I feel down, so I want to have an uplifting and other times I feel, you know, I have ADHD really bad. So other times I want something that's going to calm me down, you mm -hmm. know? So really it's just, it just depends on mood. I, I'm, I'm a huge fan of hybrids. I, I actually like hybrids that are, are really close in, uh, you know, percentages of both indica or, um, sativa. Yeah, for sure. And can you like, would you be willing to talk a little bit about how like, it's helped with your ADHD like oh yeah idea. definitely definitely so I my brain goes a million miles an hour and I'm a talker and I can't keep uh, one sentence or one conversation going at, uh, you know I'll bounce from thing to thing to thing mm -hmm. um, but if I smoke weed and everything I mean it'll make me talk more but I'll actually be able to focus on what I'm talking about yes it'll make me forget at times but you know it, it'll make it so much simpler for me because I feel like I can form it instead of there being a bunch of ideas bouncing in my head trying to go into one sentence at the same time. Yeah, for sure. Um, uh, my husband, he actually has ADHD too, and my nephew that I, I have custody of right now. So um, I'm definitely like looking at the CBD stuff for him just to help him because I can totally, I didn't, I feel like I do that. I don't know if I have ADHD, but I go from one thing <laughs> to another sometime and I'm like, yeah. I need to like stay on track so I can tell like it does make me focus a little bit more you know mm -hmm. and um I I've dealt with like depression myself and I find like uplifting especially like a 50 50 um like hybrid it's definitely good for both because I go back oh, yeah. and forth with yeah. myself I have anxiety too so I'm like I need something that's calming but I also need something uplifting mm -hmm. and um as far as like mood stuff do you find like it really does like get you in a better place um sometimes um sometimes it gets me to where I'm, I'm thinking so hard that for me i feel fine but people are always like what's wrong what's wrong and i'm like what do you mean what's wrong yeah you know so i mean it, it depends on the perspective mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no i can definitely i think uh when i my anxiety manifests is like I'm just like not letting go one thing like I'm just focused on mm. that one thing and my brain just won't let it go so I'll be like totally in my head about it and somebody could be talking to me and I'll be like wait what mm. <laughs> what happened you know so definitely when I have like a a good indica or even a hybrid yeah like you said I may forget but <laughs> at least I'm paying attention mm. to what's being said but oh yeah it's um it definitely elevates my mood I found that when um, I started smoking, I definitely felt my, my because they had diagnosed me with what they call persistent depressive disorder. Mm -hmm. So it's if you've had it for 10 or more years. So mm -hmm. basically it's just saying like, you've been in a very bad mood for like 10 years. <laughs> so, um, but now I'm like, it, it gave me a different perspective on those kind of things. I kind of just accepted it for myself. Mm -hmm. And I figured, you know, when I go through those kind of shifts of like the deep end I just tell myself there's an impermanence to everything you know like it's as much as I have these depressive episodes 
I feel like at least smoking for me, it helps me know that uh, it's not going to last forever, you mm -hmm. know, which is the good thing. Um, sometimes we, we like kind of talk like not spiritual stuff on here, but just different ideas. And um, like, I kind of want you to talk more about like the music and, and what you guys are trying to bring out because I want to hear your thoughts on that and why you think um, just the mainstream is just a no-go. Um. Well, I mean, for mainstream, like, uh, for hip-hop, for example, I, I sincerely love beats that people come out with. They come out because I'm a, a percussionist myself. Mm -hmm. So beats, I mean, there's there's umpteen million amazing beats. But then you got a guy that goes on there and, and says the dumbest things on <laughs> earth. And, and I'm not trying to be mean or pick on anything. For example, Panda. Mm -hmm. I mean, he, he literally repeats almost the same word throughout the whole song. He adds the same verse throughout the whole song. And as far as music goes, I grew up on music, you know. It's not the same verse for all courses. It's not the mm -hmm. same thing for everything, you know. To me, music nowadays is not music. I mean, music's like ACDC, Black Sabbath, Leonard Skinner, you know, old music where mm -hmm. they actually put heart into it. They had to play it. They had to come up with it. Now music is a copy of a copy that's all put together and made into other stuff. Even stuff I put together, you know, even if I'm thinking it and putting it down, it's still copied from stuff that was made back in the day. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I feel that mainstream is just putting out a a negative image, so to say. You know, they're, they're like, you have to be like this in order to be popular. You have to be like this. And, and the type of music we're trying to get out there is it doesn't matter who you are, what you look like, how much money you have. You know, everybody matters. It should all be about peace and love, positivity, you know. Um, it, it should be about, you know, a lot of it's about anti-government, sad to say, you know. I believe in our governmental system. I believe that we should have laws and whatnot. I just don't believe how our government runs it. Mm. Um, you know, like, I believe in, I don't believe in war, but I believe in our troops. I, I actually have an anti-war tattoo right here. Um, you know, but most of my friends are Vietnam, or not Vietnam, but are vets. Mm -hmm. You know, people that have served. I myself tried to go, but I screwed it up, so I couldn't. Mm. Um, you know, but... It's it's just, you know, about trying to get a positive image out there instead of trying to make people feel like you have to be this way. No, it's it's you should be who you want to be. You should have your eyes open to how society is or how you should see it yourself, not what society tells you to see it as. Mm -hmm. Oh, I like that. It's I think if there was a lot more messages like that now, I think there would be a lot different a different kind of way for people to look at stuff. I, I firmly believe that our government tries to keep marijuana illegal everywhere because it changes your perspective on things. Oh, yeah. It makes you think. And I firmly believe they don't want you to think. Mm -hmm. They want you to just do the 9 to 5. They want you to just keep going. Don't question anything. Just keep it moving and then die. And once you smoke weed, even before that, I mean, you got to have it in you a little bit mm -hmm. to be like, mm, I think they're full of shit <laughs> a little bit. But oh, yeah. um, I think when you smoke weed, like it just changes everything, you know, for me, at least my uh, my mind finally calmed down from the shit that I feel like anxiety and depression kind of manifest from our society mm. in a way, you know, in the environment that we're put in because society tells us a lot of the things that we're supposed to do or not do. And so for some people like myself, it's the opposite. Like, to me, smoking weed instead of, like, drinking a bunch is totally fine to me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, I, uh, I've i lost friends because I don't drink 
that much anymore. You know, I'll have a drink here and there, but to me, I'd rather just get really stoned and <laughs> hang out <Same. laughs> instead of doing all this drinking. And because uh, the next day I'm all sick and it's just not worth it. Right. <laughs> I'm just like, why would I want to do that? I'm going to suffer tomorrow. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, I fully believe I like positive messages like that. And, you know, for my son, I mean, he's only one now, but I'm like, dude, if it keeps going like the way it's going, like. I hope it doesn't, but, you know, seeing how our last election went, I won't get into that, but <laughs> my brain keeps saying Obama still. Right. <laughs> it just does not want to move on. Yeah. <laughs> that, yeah. That was a tough, tough night. Definitely smoked a, a couple blunts or more than a couple blunts that night. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, I really hope that all these marijuana laws do not change. And yeah. I hope that they keep it the way it is and they don't change and let federal, because if it keeps going, like I'm seeing, I just talked to uh, Adelia Carrillo and she runs Direct Cannabis Network in California and I'm like, this could open like so many more jobs, like people could grow legally. Like I grew up, like I said, half in the suburbs and half in the ghetto. So mm. I saw both sides, like, you know, I saw people on the streets, you know, dealing and getting in trouble. And it's just a plant. Like, why can't they grow it, put it in a package, and keep it going, you know? And But at the same time, as it gets bigger, that's a whole different conversation. I go back and forth with that. But at the same time, as marijuana gets bigger, it gets pricier, it gets mm -hmm. sometimes shittier, as I discovered buying at a couple places, you know? Mm -hmm. And they don't keep it as quality mm -hmm. anymore. So it's a back and forth, I think, uh... There's a lot of work to do in there, but we just have to keep progressing enough to get there. Oh, yeah, definitely. You know? But people like yourself, I feel like, you know, that's why I like doing this podcast. Like, what you do and what, like, you just stand for and what you're trying to work towards, that's awesome. And, you know, some people may see it as you're just a dude making videos <laughs> on Instagram, but I see it as so much more. There's always a story behind the stoner, you know? Mm. And, um... Yeah, talk a little bit more about Shout Out, the, your music and everything that you're, you're uh, doing. The company is Northwest Conscious Movement. Um, I mean, our we've only put up one show so far here in Portland. Uh, we did it with Kay Reno, um, and then my uh, partner, um, his name is Johnny Bidchillen. Uh You can look up his stuff on like uh, YouTube and everything. Same with Kay Reno. Kay Reno, actually, uh, he's been rapping since like the 80s. I mean, since before I was born. Yeah. You know, uh, it was it was an amazing honor meeting this guy, and it was it was extremely humbling because he's been putting music out forever, and the guy seemed like the most down to earth, normal guy. I mean, when I went and picked him up, he's just like, "Hey Ben, what's up? How you doing, man?" And I'm like, uh, uh, "You remember my name?" <laughs> yeah. I'm like, "Wow, like that's that's flattering." You know, and, and he was so mesmerized because he came from Houston, Texas. He's never been to Oregon. He's never seen the mountains and stuff or anything we got here. Yeah. You know, and he was just uh, mesmerized by everything here. But it was, it was a humbling experience because I've been in music since my whole life. I mean, I did it all, all through school and stuff. Uh, I've been in a few bands. I've played concerts and stuff, you know. So it's, it's And I've seen how most bands or people that get big, they, they kind of become snobby or... or you know, not necessarily a people person. It's just like, oh, hey, how are you doing? Oh, hey, yeah, thanks, get me here. Oh, hey, you know, um, so when you meet people like that, and that's exactly why we do it, is, is for the real people, the real artists, the real people that are trying to get their music out there and, and tell people a true story. Um, 
a great example, actually, Kay Reno and, and my buddy Johnny B. Chillin, they do this song called Pay by the Head. And that song's about our prison system. And, and it's tr- true because it's talking about how they privatized our prison systems. They're not owned by our government anymore. They're owned by civilians, technically. They're owned by people who have a lot of money. And, and just like the title says, every prisoner is paid by the head. Yeah. So the more people they get in there, the more people they get money for, which is exactly why they have, they're trying to keep, like you were saying, marijuana illegal um, in different states or ways to get it illegal. I mean, here they, you know, for example, they just, uh, with all the dispensaries, they just pass laws where, you know, they don't have to do all these testing and stuff like for um, butane or anything like that when they're making it. So... You know, uh, most people aren't going to want to go to a dispensary anymore because it's not tested or anything. They're going to try to go to the street. You get caught doing that, then, you know, that's how they can get you in jail. You know, there's still ways around it, and they're always trying to find ways to do that. You know, and that's what, like I said, part of the message we're trying to get out there is, you know, people to to realize and think, oh, you know, it's not just a prison system. It's not just our government system, whatever. They're, they're all doing certain things that are just trying to benefit them. They really don't sadly to say give two shits about us mm-hmm. you know um and that's and, and and like the community you're talking about like uh Tokwit's a great example you know um the stoner community itself which i, I think is part of why the government doesn't like it is with it opening in our eyes it's it's giving us all a gateway to start connecting because i mean it's not just the fact that we smoke weed there's more to it that connects us as a, as a person you know do you see a person yes the the starter is oh that person smokes weed cool there's your interest, but then you got to stay interested in that person. Oh, well, this person relates to me. They like the same things. They're into the same things. Oh, they have the same things wrong with them. I didn't realize there was people that were like that out there, you know? Yeah. And that's that's kind of like what we're trying to pull with our music is, is bring that type of community together. Um, and on top of that, my partner's a, a vet himself. And uh, so part of what we do, like all of our, uh, 7% of our proceeds always go to charities and stuff. Um, one of them being that we like to donate is to um, Wounded Warrior Program, because mm-hmm. uh, we both like to volunteer for that, you know, and just to help bring troops back and stuff like that. Part of it is we're trying to work, uh, I think it's like uh, April, end of April is when we're looking towards doing a show with a, a bunch of troops, uh, free for the troops, and like most of the proceeds are going to go towards uh, the Wounded Warrior Program and stuff like that, you know. So, nice. yeah, I mean, it's just about getting people together and whatnot. That that is an amazing thing, and, and you're right. I think that the government is trying, especially when it became recreational, they're trying to shut it down because mm-hmm. we're all finding each other. Because <laughs> yeah. you know we feel more comfortable. At least I felt more comfortable when it was recreational to make videos and mm-hmm. you know do my thing on there. <laughs> so um, yeah, it's bringing us all together. And that's beautiful. You know, you guys are donating money and you're spreading a message, and I just. I love stuff like that like it's really a good thing like you know part of the reason I do this podcast is I started it just talking about mental health and cannabis and Buddhism and (laughs) went from there and uh, I started with a book I always talk about it I feel like like one of those old people like I back when I started (laughs) but I feel like uh, I started with this book called if the Buddha got stuck and kind of went from there and it grew and and my message was always like you know, you don't have to use pharmaceuticals to, to you know, help with mental health. Mm-hmm. You know, cannabis works just as fine, and it's kind of like an instant. Like, if I'm having a panic attack, smoke indica, I'm good <laughs> to mm-hmm. go, you know. And just, you know, spreading all these messages from each of us in the community, it's 
it's a great thing and I think what you're doing and I hope you have the best success for real like from the bottom of my heart like I really love everything you guys are doing I I I grew up listening to Tupac, but also like System of a Down, like just mm-hmm. that song reminds me of uh, Prison. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I was just thinking about that. I was like, it reminds me of that song. And I always felt more of a connection to a song. Like it hits a certain spot mm-hmm. when you can really relate to it. And and I would love to, um, if, you, if you guys can, or if they would allow me to, just put that song on here and let everybody maybe listen to it and give like a little snippet, maybe. Yeah. I actually have it on my computer if you want to hear it. Yeah, for sure. I just got the code. Yeah. Um, you guys all check out this stuff. Like, it's a great. What he's doing is amazing. So is can they go anywhere to, like, check out your um, So Johnny B. Chillin's on SoundCloud and also on um, YouTube. Uh, you should just be able to look up Johnny B. Chillin, uh, mm-hmm. either one word or all separate. And then Kayarino, you he's really easy to find on youtube or pretty much any music um downloader because like i said he's been around for a long time it's just people don't necessarily know his name because he's an artist out of uh houston texas Grown, making money off in prison. 
innocent men of innocent lives Cashing in on petty crimes Don't you sell those fucking dimes Or maybe you should They're getting paid by the head They'll keep you in till you're dead Just to make the extra credit Taking taxpayers' dollars Just to fill up themselves Government throws money in Like it's a wishing well We call it the land of the free But want the prisons to be Over capacity So that they reap the most money They're cashing in on people's lives It's basic business, you see Cut costs, prevent loss Max profitability Take the real prisoners That all rave, kill, and stole You can stuff them in their prisons For the rest, just let them go But they don't give a fuck When they put your son in a cell They'll make money off Until they're all burning in hell And it makes no difference If it's her or him or me Might as well be 1209 Living in cell block D I'll say it's no coincidence That our mighty great nation Has the highest percent Of incarceration They're paid by the head They're paid by the head The prisons in the US Are all paid by the head They're paid by the head They're paid by the head They're taking money from the feds They're getting paid by the head They're paid by the head They're paid by the head The prisons in the US Are all paid by the head In this hypocritical system we live in They're keeping people in prison Even without proper conviction Millionaires and corporate pimping That's who I'm dissing Cause the prison makes me sick Stuck in a cell for some shit you didn't even commit And once the system sucks you in It's almost impossible to start again Have you tried getting a job after incarceration? Killing us slowly like these lacerations Until we lose our patience And crime feeds our kids at the day's end It's getting sad it's getting really bad Cause the FEMA camps we have Remind me of Iraq We're all the victim If we continue to listen Gotta rise up And fight the private prisons And economics within them Fuck the fat cats grinning And sinning with no ending That's not who I'm repping Call a congressional hearing I'll send them home without fearing It makes no difference If it's her or him or me Might as well be 1209 Living in cell block D I'll say it's no coincidence that our mighty great nation has the highest percent of incarceration. They're paid by the head. They're paid by the head. The prisons in the yeah, U.S. are all paid by the head. Um, yeah, uh, we were just saying, like, people don't realize that the government, or the government doesn't have control over these prisons, and they're privatized, and people are actually making money at other people's expense, and sometimes, I mean, as history has known in the past, like, at some innocent lives or some very minor crimes, you know, marijuana is one of them, like, nobody should be going to prison for, like, a third of their life or more. Mm -hmm. because they sell or have some or whatever you know i've my mom loves watching cops and stuff it usually just makes me mad because it's usually uh, over so i see somebody getting arrested over like weed and i'm like what the hell <laughs> it's like such a small amount <laughs> like what i carry more than that in my car <laughs> like, you know and and they're like so serious about it and slamming them on the ground i'm like it's not that serious, you know, and people don't realize, like, I mean, I didn't realize until I, probably back in high school, that was like six years ago for me, um, I realized, you know, this was kind of BS and I just did my own research and sometimes it takes that, but I think the more that people like yourself and what you guys are doing and, and they're, and you know, all this stuff, like, 
when people are spreading it, like, I feel like more ears will start to open. Especially as, I hate to say it, the older kind of generation starts to fade away. I feel like um, it'll, it'll get a lot better. And mm -hmm. um, people, hopefully, will start opening their eyes. And uh, hopefully this last election was like, maybe this is some bullshit for some people. <laughs> so maybe that was the tipping point for most people, that they'll just be like, mm-mm, not anymore, mm -hmm. you know, and start doing their own research. And that's what I always tell people on here, you know, always feel free to do your own research, you know, especially when it comes to cannabis. I know a lot of people still have a lot of miseducation about it. You know, mm -hmm. they, they think like, oh, it's just, you know, it can't help with pain or it can't help with anything. You're just smoking it to get high, like... You know, and that's not even the case. And a lot of people are, think that you can get addicted to it. And then, I mean, some people, yeah, they want to all the time. That's cool. You know, it's their thing. But I've never once, like, gotten super severely sick from not smoking anymore. Mm -hmm. You know, and um, I've been on antidepressants. I'm still on antidepressants because I have to do a weaning from it. Because if I went cold turkey, I could probably have a seizure. Mm -hmm. And, um... I think that's crazy. I'm like, something that's supposed to help me <laughs> could actually, like, kill me, maybe. <laughs> right. Or just kill my body over time. Mm -hmm. So I always tell people all the time during every episode, I feel like I just said this, but always look at alternatives, especially cannabis. Like, you don't need this stuff. I mean, what, how did they have commercials at the end, the side effects? Or I'm like, my husband and I always joke, like, here it goes. What are we going to get? Like, are we going to die before we even solve any of the problems? Like, <laughs> you know, I may not have a headache anymore, but am I, I'm going to be, like, bleeding out of my ears. <laughs> and that's okay, you know, for some people. And for me, I'm like, no, I'm just going to smoke a, a joint and keep going with my day. And um, I... I encourage everybody for anxiety, for depression, those things too, because I think those are stigmatized a lot, and that's why a lot of people don't turn to cannabis, where I feel like a lot more people do it for the physical aspect than mental, because there's already a stigma on the whole mental side of things, you know? People are like, oh, it's just in your head. It's like, yeah, okay. <laughs> sure. <laughs> when you break your foot, I'm like, it's just in your head. Yep. You just keep walking. <laughs> You're fine. So, um, yeah. Thank you again. Oh, oh, that's number three. Three's a charm. But um, thank you again just for being on the podcast. I really love what you're doing. And um, thank you for waiting. It was such a good way to do it in person. Like, I feel like it's more just just better in person sometimes. Mm -hmm. Just to not be on Skype and having my kid in the background, like, screaming and yelling and too much disturbance right. <laughs> at home. I know that is. <laughs> So um, thank you, and thank you for, again, letting me just come to your place. I always thank people from the bottom, that's number four, I always thank people from the bottom of my heart just for letting me into their home. And um, yeah, so again, you guys can find uh, me at NicoleCush218. You can go to thezendoutpodcast.com. Again, we have all the shows on there. You guys can check it out. And subscribe. I always forget to say that. Subscribe, please. Um, you can subscribe on iTunes or SoundCloud. And um, I always have a description of who I have on the show. And it's been really good shows, really good guests. I think all the shows have been. It's been a good progression. So we're only going to keep going further. And um, I'm just going to announce it now. I have a show that I won't be on. I'm just producing uh, somebody else's podcast. So... Um, awesome. You guys should check that out, and also you guys check out uh, 
Ben, check him out at Oregon Guy 710. I feel like I said that completely backwards in my head, but I think I got that out right. Oregon Guy 710, yep. <laughs> and check out all the music, everything. It's so amazing. I hope you guys enjoy listening to that song. It's really good. It definitely like sparks some like system of a down in me. <laughs> like I love prison. Like that song always gets me hyped. So I love that song too. So you guys check it out. I'm sure you say you can find them on SoundCloud. Uh, Johnny B. Chillin and yeah. And, uh, yeah, check it out, you guys. It's really good stuff. So, um, as always, you guys stay lit and stay zen.